0: That's where Traditional Medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine-free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This project is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Summer is almost here, and I'm so excited to go on vacation with my kids next month. We love going anywhere warm with a beach. Wind down with Janet Kramer and Michael Cossman, and iHeartRadio podcast. Hey guys, uh, welcome to Wind Down this week. Kind of a bit of a somber um, past few days here mm-hmm. in Nashville, Tennessee. Obviously, um, well, for those of you that don't know there was a really bad tornado actually which I didn't even know this babe it was the deadliest tornado event in the nation since exactly one year ago when 23 people were killed um, in Lee County Alabama and wow. I just was reading this and it's not to like jump in with the sadness but um, at least 25 people are dead after a powerful and fast-moving storm cut across middle Tennessee um, it was 165 mile per hour um, tornado What breaks my heart is among the dead are several children in uh, Putnam County. Yeah. That is just, like, I can't even, like, fathom. Michael and I actually went down to the, one of the areas where it was hit, East Nashville, Five Points area. Actually, my first house that I bought was in Five Points. And, I mean, the area is just completely destroyed. I've never seen anything like that before. Like, I've been, I grew up in Michigan, so there was tornadoes, and we had tornado warnings, and we'd hide in our, you know, basement but i've never seen destruction like that
1: no and that's what you know growing up in areas that you and i both grew up grew up in was especially where i grew up on the east coast and in virginia we didn't we don't have any natural disaster issues like at all we'll get like the tail end of a hurricane that comes up the entire coast but that's just like some bad weather so this is all new and it's not until really my respect level for um these kind of disasters has have increased over the past few years one living in la
0: mm-hmm.
1: experiencing an earthquake for the first time where i was like physically powerless like i tried to move and my body wouldn't respond so i was like okay earthquakes are the real deal and then this going down to an area you know in our city that we we see a lot um between germantown and east nashville and all of that and seeing this destruction of places that we didn't see you know up and booming not too long ago so it's just it's it is surreal when you see that it really is crazy
0: yeah it and you know I mean just it was crazy because that night before we had a euchre tournament in the house and we had the the we were actually we were watching the bachelor and all of a sudden there was a you know a weather alert that came up and you know Catherine um, was just like oh it's way north of us we don't have to worry about it and I've I'm, I've always been pretty scared about storms, but you know, once I saw on the map, I was like, "Oh yeah, that's way north of us. Like we're totally fine." Um, and then we played until about ten thirty. That was the night that I don't know if whoever well, follows me on Instagram, but when Jolie took everything off of her walls and <laughs> everything put,
1: in her room, everything
0: in her room, she put on, her, on bed. her bed. I mean, everything from toiletry stuff to I mean, just anything. And the funniest thing is when I was Instagramming it. You know, we're like, how did you get stuff off the wall? Well, we didn't finish recording it. And so everyone keeps asking me and DMing me, like, how did she get that stuff off the wall? (laughs) And I was like, I really wish we knew. But
1: we have theories, but she, you know, she's still young enough where she don't really understand exactly what we're asking, maybe. And so she can't really tell us.
0: Insane. But the night ended around, yeah, it's 1030, 11 o'clock. And it was fine. And then all of a sudden, I remember I felt like I was in a dream because the windows... Were, I, they were like shaking mm-hmm. and then the rain and then the hail and the wind I, and then there was just like this big boom the neighbors that I was just talking about they were like yeah there was like this big crazy boom and then I woke I woke you up I was like Michael there's a tornado watch but then when I was looking at my phone I saw that two tornadoes had touched down right by our friends houses mm-hmm. so I was texting them and they were like yeah we're fine but we've been in you know our bathtub and but my neighbors a, a house across the street is completely demolished I'm just like and then going there that next day and seeing all the damage was just like I mean Rachel and then we're out there picking up their friend's house belongings that were just scattered I mean just completely demolished and then my other friend he said he was like standing in his living room and his just whole roof was off I just can't it's just I'm like can we get a safe room yeah because I'm starting to freak out I mean just hearing saying about the kids and people dying I'm just like no mm mm-mm that's just it's it's just awful.
1: Yeah, it, it's unreal. It really is, and our hearts just go out to the people that uh, have, have ha- lost have lost anything. Yeah, and everything.
0: And um. Sean Johnson um, and I've been promoting her GoFundMe page. Um, so if you guys go on my Instagram and swipe up to donate, um, just to help any anybody that's lost. Um, so we're we're giving back in that way. Um, and then if you live in the Ash- Nashville area, you can go to HON.org. And to figure out how you can volunteer in the areas that um that need the help. But we're actually going to talk to a meteorologist. He's News Channel 5, Henry Rothenberg. And um he's a storm chaser and he's gonna tell us some tips and tricks. Um, because he was in the heart of the storm. Yeah,
1: he was he was boots on the ground in yeah. the middle of all that.
0: So um he's gonna Yeah, I'm really excited to talk to him um and get some more knowledge and kind of what to do. So stay tuned. For that interview, let's take a break.
2: let Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Mave. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store.
0: Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. Hey there mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals mother's milk comes in. Mother's milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus it's caffeine free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This project is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals and that's exactly what you'll get. All right. So before we get Henry Rothenberg on the phone, we actually want to play for you the footage. Um, like, he, I mean, he recorded. He, yeah, he recorded. Um, if you go to Henry Rothenberg on Instagram, you can actually see it. But um, the sound is just as powerful. So um, Easton, give it a give it a play.
3: There it is. Go. inside, no, now. get inside, folks. This is moving by the Channel Five area as we speak. As we speak, it's moving by the Channel Five. are you getting this right now? Good. All right, folks, you need to head to your safe place. This tornado is on the ground. It is moving right by Channel five as we are getting close to a direct hit at the T V station right now. Tornado on the ground.
0: Wow. Hey Henry. Um, thank you so much for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. And man, I I just watched your video again and it's just I can't even imagine. Um I I, you know, I, I grew up in Michigan, so I'm, I'm kind of used to tornadoes, but I've never really seen one up close and personal. So, I mean, when you were basically in the heart of the storm, I mean, is this something, I mean, you're used to this, right?
3: Uh, yeah, I've been storm chasing for 17 <laughs> years now, uh, but this is definitely the uh, closest I've ever been and the first time I've ever actually uh, been hit by one. Usually, I'm the one chasing the storm, not the other way around.
0: So what happened? Because all I know is the the movies I've seen, like Twister, when the when the you know tornado twists, or what what made this? Because I remember we were having cards. We, it was a card night with um with my girlfriends over, and we were watching the Weather Channel, and they were saying you know it was way way north of us, so we ended up turning the TV off because we're like eh, it's not coming our way. So what what ended up happening?
3: So it it was just one of these freak. Uh, situations weather-wise that uh, everything was pointing more to this being a gusty wind event and some hail. Um, Most of the energy looked to be kind of northwest of Nashville. We did get the severe events that were over uh, in parts of Kentucky uh, earlier in the evening that uh, produced a a tornado that was confirmed. And then just watching this one cell uh, with some strong uh, upper-level winds basically just as it started to come together and just give enough energy to create that spin uh next thing we knew um we're getting reports of baseball size hail and then i just started to notice on radar as it started to make this comment uh, our, our textbook looking hook echo and the tornado warning came out i was like you know I, if that's where i think it is then with some lightning strikes i'm going to be able to pick it out in the sky if i look out the back door of the tv station and went and saw it and then saw the silhouette of what was the tornado at that point. It was probably eight or nine miles from us. And, um, you know, then just the, the rest, when happen to say that we had the, uh, funnel, we could see it from the back door. One of our photojournalists heard that and, um, came around and met me uh, out there and we just started rolling. And then that's what led to the videos you saw. But, um, it was it was definitely kind of a, a gut wrenching feeling because it's the first time I've ever stared down the belly of the beast, if you will.
1: Wow, Henry, I have a question. Jana and I—this is Mike, by the way. Uh, Jana and I were talking yesterday, and we were curious, just from our lack of knowledge about, you know, why it doesn't seem like tornadoes ever hit like a downtown, the downtown of a city. It, you know, our theory has to do with the taller buildings and it you know, reflecting the wind or whatever it may be, but from your professional standpoint, what is that? Can you explain it to us?
3: It's, so it's actually a really common myth that they don't hit populated areas or downtown areas. You know, downtown Nashville has actually been hit uh, twice now. Uh, 1998, uh, 2007, I believe, or 2008, downtown Atlanta was hit. Oh, wow. Um, So they're just not as common in downtown areas, it's it's not uh, because of buildings and, and wind flow and things like that. It's just, um, you know, usually where you get that perfect collision of cold air and warm air, um, you know, it's where you've got like the open plains, um, we're used to seeing things like that in Oklahoma, but it's it's sheer luck, honestly, is what a lot of it comes to that they're not that common in downtown uh, high-rise areas, but they're certainly not unheard of.
0: So, OK, I keep referencing Twister and you probably are like, oh, my God, stop. But my friend said she was in East Nashville and she was like, by the time my phone alarm, you know, went off and I it's a tornado warning, she turned on the news and said, you have three minutes. Like, how is that enough of a advance warning for people, especially I mean. I know you said it just kind of came up out of nowhere, but shouldn't we have more of a advanced warning system that people have more than three minutes to go upstairs, grab their kids, and, and get their stuff together?
3: So one of the things about that, you know, they've got the uh, – there's all these apps out there. Of course, there's that uh, auto feature that phones will alert you if there's uh, dangerous weather approaching or, you know, Amber Alerts they go off for. Uh, but cell data can get clogged. So that can delay the message as it's relaying. Um, so that warning had been out for um, it had been out for a while. It started over kind of towards uh, Benton and Dixon counties, uh, just west of Nashville. And then as it was moving towards Davidson County, it, it had been out for a little bit. But by the time that this message is trying to go through all this cellular data, as it's getting clogged, trying to go to hundreds of thousands of phones, um, that can delay the warning time. That's why one of the things that's very old school, but it's still probably the most reliable way to alert you is a weather radio. They run off of a separate uh, NOAA weather service transmitter. So the second that the warning is issued, the second it comes up, it instantly goes through these secondary signals that aren't trying to handle, you know, cellular bandwidth and, and, Uh, people using Wi-Fi and all of that stuff. So um, that is why some folks did get delayed warnings on their phone because it's just trying to go to so many places at once. Plus, as this tornado is coming through, it's hitting various potential cell towers and things that the signals would be relaying off of. That, too, can delay the message getting out there.
0: Interesting. Is there actually (laughs) a thing? Like, what's the highest? Is it... And is there actually an F5 or no?
3: There is. Um, Off the top of my head, the last time I remember uh, one reaching um, five strength was Oklahoma City, uh, I believe in 2013, or more Oklahoma, which is a suburb of Oklahoma City. So very rare for them to happen, uh, but they certainly do happen. I don't think we have seen one here in modern time uh, anywhere in Tennessee.
1: Henry, what would you say to the people that have been affected by this when they're, you know, moving into somewhere else or rebuilding a business or, or a home? And now they've been affected by this once. I'm sure I make up, if I was in that situation, even now, I already want to prepare just in case this, this does happen. What would you recommend for them? Is it worth investing in, you know, a shelter uh, you know, within your home or some kind of protective area to be if this happens again?
3: Absolutely. Um, you know, it's better to be safe than sorry. If you were to invest in that shelter, you've got it should the situation ever arise again to where you potentially need it. Hopefully that that doesn't happen. But, you know, it's always better to be safe than sorry. And, and while obviously places like Oklahoma and Kansas and Texas are more prone than Tennessee for tornadoes, we are in uh, part of tornado alley this is our severe weather season it could happen again it is not impossible so it's worth that invest investment for your safety and the safety of your loved ones to to have that just in case it were to happen
0: mike always told. so we don't have a basement and i know they say bathtub but we don't really have a bathtub either that it's it's they're right by windows so we can't really do that we have a staircase, but I was telling Mike, I was like, well, if the tornado comes and it happens like it did with these other houses and they're just demolished, is it, you know, I haven't seen any staircases standing. So I, I really started to freak out. I'm like, what are we actually, where are we actually supposed to go if that's the case?
3: So staircases are one of the most reinforced structures of a home because, you know, you're, they're carrying weight up and down. Uh, that's a lot of times why you'll see staircases still standing when a house may be demolished. Um, and in that case, that's a perfect location to go because not only do you have a staircase, which, again, gives you that reinforcement as far as the construction quality goes, but you've also got as many walls between you and the outside of your home as possible. Um, you know, you want to have as many layers, if you will, um, just to try and give you a little more padding and a little more protection.
0: Do you think a lot of the weathered patterns are because of global warming? Like, what's your take on that?
3: Global warming, I mean, there are many uh, variables that tie into it. Uh, there are certainly things, you know, the home you live in today, uh, unless it's one of these you know, older homes, historic homes, uh, the street, the neighborhood, they weren't there 30, 40, 50 years ago. So you do have factors like homes like pavement and, and concrete that's absorbing heat, uh, additional vehicles on the roads that can release emissions. We do have these variables that factor in to the change in our climate. Um, as far as the weather patterns go, and as far as you know, hearing stories of these type of storms hitting populated areas, it also has to do with growth. I mean, areas that these storms are hitting, they've hit for years, they just maybe didn't strike. You know, you didn't have a neighborhood or a community there 20 years ago when it when it moved through that area. We've also got, with advancements in technology, with radar, with train spotters and storm chasers out there, um, and with the ability to record video and instantly upload it, we've got the ability to verify if tornadoes are on the ground. Uh, whereas even 20 years ago, that just wasn't as easily a case where we could have maybe had a tornado moving through the uh, open field in West Tennessee or a field in Oklahoma, but there wasn't anybody that was able to record it right then to, to show and verify that something did indeed happen. And again, it, it going back to the growth and communities developing that were not neighborhoods that weren't there 10, 20, 30 years ago.
0: Interesting. I have one more question. Why did you want to become a storm chaser? Was it something you always dreamed of as a kid? Like, hey, I want to go chase that tornado that's up in the sky.
3: Uh, leading up to the time I was about seven, I was terrified of storms. I would actually run to my mom and dad's room and hide during them. And my cousin, Wayne Fink, took me outside during one. Uh, and I like to joke and say I was struck by lightning. And I say that because we really should have been. We stood outside at my cousin's house we stood in the corner next to where the garage is in a tree, under the tree. You do not stand under a tree. You don't want to be near the tallest object, and you don't want to be the tallest object out there. And he started explaining to me what was making that noise and uh, and the flashes and and something about that. That's why I I like to say I like to joke and tell people I was struck by lightning. Something about that transformed my fear into fascination. And ever since then, I wanted to go into meteorology. And uh, I was real fortunate when I was in high school in Memphis – um, the um, morning meteorologist for the CBS there, Todd Emers, took me under his wing and really gave me an early start. And I've had some amazing mentors along the way in various markets. And um, just there's also the aspect now that it's still a fascination. When I'm telling you about the weather, I don't want to just be saying that people say it sounds like this, this is what a textbook says to look for. I want to tell you this is what you're looking for. This is what it sounds like because I've been through them
0: wow that's awesome thank you so much
1: yeah henry thank you so much for everything that you're doing to kind of you know continue to cover this uh this travesty that happened to our to our city and any one of our listeners can follow henry at at henry rothenberg on instagram and he's uh again he's a meteorologist at uh, news channel 5 here in nashville so henry thanks again man
3: yeah thank you guys for your time i appreciate it
0: appreciate you All right, so um, again, if you guys go um, on my Instagram or Sean Johnson's page, um, the GoFundMe, it's up there for um, people who have lost um, everything. So to swipe up, to donate, to help, um, uh, check out our links on our page um, and give what you can. I told um, my followers just last week, I have 1.9 million followers. And if every single one of you give a dollar, imagine the difference that we can make. Let's take a break.
2: Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store.
0: Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This project is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals and that's exactly what you'll get.
1: All right. So enough out of the tornado. Let's get into something um, just as devastating: the coronavirus. Man, what a great time to uh,
0: be no, alive but, right now. No, I'm. But I, I feel like we should just be knowledgeable, like just like you know, Henry just dropped some major knowledge about tornadoes. I feel like there's a lot of panic around you know what to do in a tornado now. Yeah. But I feel like there's also a lot of panic with coronavirus. So I want people, you know, our our relationship. I mean, our podcast is you know, about helping people and giving them tips. This is another
1: way to do it. <laughs>
0: this is another way to do it because, you know, those that have any fears about tornadoes or what to do, and then also, you know, the coronavirus, everyone's freaked out. I mean, Sarah and them couldn't even, didn't even go to Italy. So it's, you know, I think people need to to hear the truth because I feel like sometimes on the news they're spewing out things that may not be, I think they're just like really trying to panic people and people are getting scared. So let's just kind of see what the the truth is.
1: Okay, well on that note We have uh, Kate Spies Who's a lead editor of WellandGood.com Who's here to talk to us about uh, coronavirus And just some health tips and tricks
0: Hey Kate
4: Yes, hi, how are you?
1: Hi, it's Mike and Jana
4: Hey Hi, nice to chat
1: Thanks for coming on Just to give our listeners a little heads up You are the lead editor at WellandGood.com Right, for your for the, for the y'all's blog? Yes,
4: yeah. yeah. So we're a uh, um, health and wellness side
1: Well, that's awesome. This is a very timely and appropriate to have you on with everything with the, you know, uh, all the virus spreading and everything like that. I know people are freaking out. So I think we just kind of want to get right into it with you.
4: Absolutely. Yeah, it's a a wild time. And I think there's a lot of fear and a bit of misconception. So it would be great to talk
1: through some of that so with all the stuff that we're seeing on the news and everything and people buying face masks and you know uh hand sanitizer and the prices on that going through the roof you know is that really especially with the face masks i've never really understood that personally do you think that is something that actually works to prevent the spread of the coronavirus or any other virus or epidemic that's happening
4: We've spoken to a lot of doctors about this and lots of leading healthcare professionals are actually asking people not to purchase face masks because the face masks that are used, for example, in surgeries or within hospitals to stay really safe and stop the spread of disease have been fitted to people's faces. And it's really important that that happens because if there is not a good fit, these molecules can get underneath the mask and they're pretty ineffective and so what we've heard from lots of health professionals that we work with is that they prefer people don't actually buy face masks right now because they also want to make sure that the medi- that medical professionals have the supplies that they need and they're suggesting that really the hand washing and just being really aware of the crowds that you're in and who you're interacting with that those two steps are much more important for the to stop the spread
0: so uh, forgive me if this sounds super arrogant and I apologize but you know everyone's so freaked out about the coronavirus and I get it but at the same time when I look at the numbers I see that the flu will kill 16,000 people in the states alone and I just, I feel like, and forgive me if, again, this is like total arrogance, but I feel like it's way more severe than the coronavirus.
4: Yeah, absolutely. I think that there is a level of fear circulating about the coronavirus that we just don't see about the annual flu every year. And of course, flu definitely, unfortunately, Kills people um, who are at higher risk each year, and it's something that people are worried about getting. But there is not the same level of fear that we're seeing right now. We've talked about this a lot at Well and Good, and I think part of the reason that people are fearing a lot, uh, having a lot of fear around Corona and COVID nineteen, which is the disease caused by coronavirus is because there is no vaccination yet and there is no treatment. And I think that then leaves people, that level of unknown and uncertainty, leads people to being really nervous, whereas I think with the flu, because there is the flu shot that hopefully people are getting every year and there are medications that are proven to help treat a lot of flu symptoms, that gives people a level of peace of mind that they don't have about COVID-19.
1: Do you know how at all people that have been affected by the coronavirus, like in what way are they being treated? Like what's happening when they are quarantined?
4: We are not, that's not something that we have touched on a lot at Well and Good because we're really focused on more reporting out the, I guess, impacts on lifestyle of the coronavirus. Fear and also helping people be um, measured in their response and trying to, like, quell some of the fears and concerns. And so we haven't done a lot of reporting around what actually happens, particularly in the U.S., when someone has been quarantined for corona. So I'm not the best person to answer that question.
0: And don't they say, too, the people that, you know, if you do get the coronavirus – you're more, if again, just like the people that do die from the flu are older or they've already had respiratory issues or they're already in, you know, they have some, they're, you know, they're the older, they're not as healthy. Maybe those are more at risk like the flu victims that die.
4: Absolutely. Doctors report that to date, a lot of the mortalities that we've seen from COVID-19 have been elderly patients and people with pre-existing respiratory issues. So again, we are definitely um, very, very conscious of only reporting what medical professionals and medical bodies are reporting. And that's what we have been told by our sources.
1: Interesting. Uh, I'm going to take us off the coronavirus for a second and kind of get into the day to day. And my wife and I are very different when it comes to this she's very like even if you go in our bathroom his and her sinks her sink has a bottle of hand sanitizer my sink has a just a bottle of soap so like i old-fashioned wash my hands she has sanitizer is there any difference between the two
0: One's easier and one's less main. Like one's, I don't have to like <laughs> use the water. I'm not wasting water. I'm actually being more. Oh, I don't want to. Um, I'm being more environmentally friendly because I'm not using water, and it's just easy because I don't have time to so sit there and you're wash plastic my bo- hands. Plastic
1: uh, hand yeah. sanitizer bottles, which you go through faster. What okay. is soap
0: in? <laughs> it's in a bottle.
1: Not this oh, one. Yes.
0: <laughs>
4: So, you know, I don't want to pick sides here, but actually we have, again, by the doctors that we've been working with, washing your hands is the very best thing you can do. So the hand sanitizer is a great alternative and a great option when when you don't have access to soap and water, but the number one thing to do is washing those hands for 20 seconds, I'm sorry to
0: say. I look. I've always known that. I just <laughs> don't have twenty seconds in the day to to actually wash my hands.
1: Jana uh, won't take time to go to the bathroom, let alone wash
0: her hands. But I do know. I mean, I. But it's better than nothing, right? Absolutely better than nothing. Particularly if it is sixty percent or above
4: alcohol level. That's a really important um, fact because if it's lower than that, it's really not super effective. It's a great alternative and. It does, you know, it sounds ridiculous because it's only 20 seconds, but washing your hands for 20 seconds feels like eternity. You have to sing happy birthday twice, and it's
0: really, it's a punish, you know? Yeah, that sounds... I can't. Nope. It <laughs> gives <There's laughs> me anxiety just thinking about that. Wait, I do want to go back to the coronavirus just for one second because I have a lot of friends that are not wanting to travel overseas. Um, and, you know, we're traveling um, overseas actually in the next week. And, you know, is it, can everyone's like canceling their trips. And I'm like, it's still okay to travel. You just have to be aware that, hey, this is what's going on. But people shouldn't, maybe they shouldn't be canceling because they don't know all the facts about corona. Yeah, so this is definitely a question that's come up so much with our audience at Well and Good. And
4: I think the best thing to do is obviously being very cognizant of what the CDC is advising, make sure that you're going to really reputable sources to understand what the current travel guidelines are. I also have travel coming up that... I will not be cancelling. I've got a trip home to Australia planned. And I think it's just about being smart. I'm not going to fly through China. I'm not going to fly through South Korea. I'm going to try and fly direct from LA to Sydney. I'll obviously be very careful about washing my hands and sanitising my hands as I travel. I think at this stage when there are no very strict travel bans to the place that you want to go it is as you say just being um it's just being super aware and taking extra precaution when when needed
1: just to kind of promote wellandgood.com, like what's something that you guys just published recently on there that maybe might excite some people that are into new, you know wellness and, and living right that could kind of bring them to your site
4: yeah absolutely good question i so i'll give you i'll give you two two things two for the price of one One that I think is really that's related to what we talked about today is we just published a piece about how to look after your mental health in times of crisis, particularly related to coronavirus. But obviously, everything that you guys have going on in Nashville as well is really awful and scary. And so I think we really want to make sure that we're giving people the resources to stay calm help quell fears and really control anxiety so i think that that is definitely something that we could we could all use a little bit of right now and in a completely kind of different vein we have a monthly workout series called trainer of the month club it is you can find it on youtube at the well and good youtube profile and it gives it perhaps the buzziest trainers around the country to create a month-long workout plan. The best thing is that all of these workout plans can be done at home. So again, if people are feeling nervous about going to gyms and spreading germs, I would highly recommend that they check out our Trainer of the Month Club series. It can all be done at home, and it's with the best trainers in New York and LA right now.
1: Amazing, Kate, thank you so much for your professional insight. And where, again, can our all of our listeners find you?
4: They can find us at wellandgood.com and also I am wellandgood on Instagram. Awesome.
0: Thank you so much, babe. Really appreciate it. Thanks so much, guys. Bye. Bye.
1: So do you feel more educated now, honey, about tornadoes and coronavirus?
0: Yeah, I do. I just – I still feel like the flu is – I mean – The numbers don't lie. I know it's scary and I know I totally get it. And I'm not trying to be naive to things. But I also, when someone says like, hey, like it's true. Like this flu is killing so many people. And I get that it stays on a surface forever. I do get all those things. But I don't, the fear that they're building with it, I think is just a little bit.
1: I mean, I get it. I totally agree with you. But it's, it's new. It's different. Totally. And that's what.
0: I mean, it's scary. I totally it's get so it. so scary I, about the it. The flu scary, too, though. And the flu is like 16,000 people a year. But it's
1: routine. We're, we're numb to it. Yeah. one's just like, oh, there's another flu death.
0: But yeah, I mean, it's good to know. And I'm still going to use hand sanitizer because who st- who has 20 seconds <laughs> to wash their hands? There we go. There come the comments. Jana is so (laughs) (laughs) dumb American. Got it.
1: Let's, uh, I want to get on the topic of uh, kids for a second. Okay. So let's uh, take a quick break and I'll come back and talk about that. (laughs)
0: Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This project is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job, not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals and that's exactly what you'll get.
1: that I really want to kind of get some feedback from our listeners.
0: Oh, what is she doing?
1: So, she's been really competitive recently. And everything is, I win.
0: Because she's got mama blood in her. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, everything's like, if it's going up the stairs. I win, you know when. If it's doing anything. I win, Jason win. Where I'm conflicting a little bit is that balance i've just been nervous to say i don't really know what stance i want to take yet because you know she gets upset if i'm like walking up the stairs faster than her with jace and she's like starts crying and getting upset and i like stop and wait for her then she jumps ahead of me and says i win <laughs> and i'm like you little
0: i mean a part of me wants to be like you don't win because i'm super competitive and i'm like i actually won the game of um Hi Ho Cheerios, but at the same time, I don't want to like you said get her upset. But I also I feel like it's time to explain like, hey, you didn't win, but next time like you can try maybe a little bit harder. And here are ways that you can.
1: Yeah, I I, and this is. But
0: I think we should let her win sometimes.
1: Right now she's four. Yes, I'm, and I will have a much easier time navigating this topic when the kids are older and understand, because I'll be able to articulate better the message that we're trying to portray and instill in them. But right now when she doesn't really fully understand what we're saying or our method or point behind something, you're just kind of like, I, I feel like I'm in no man's land on that topic. That's all.
0: I kind of thought you were going to bring up when she says, cause the first time I've heard her say it the other day, she's like, daddy's mad at me. Oh. And that broke my heart when she said, daddy's mad at me.
1: Oh, broke my heart
0: because I, f- it just,
1: and Jana's like, conveniently 20 feet behind her on the couch with Jace, I look over like Joel's shoulder and she's just giving me that head shake.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But it's just, it's sad. Like she's really like, she's at the age now where she's getting things and it's just, you know, I I just turning into a little mama's girl again. And I love it. Hey, so we have some emails. I was wondering if you could give advice about my six year old. She has been a big sister for a year now, but her attitude has been so flipping bad. She acts out breaks things at school, and just is chaotic. I know we have really been lazy with our overall day-to-day. We have gotten into such a blah routine, and we're fighting to get out of it. As parents, we are not at our best, and with the winner, it's it's so hard to stay motivated. However, she is in gymnastics, and we make plans to have game night and do something different um, together. But lately, our schedule has been so crazy that we just cannot keep up, and by the time we get home, it's time for bed 8 o'clock. How can I keep up with this mess and still make enough time to play and have fun so we can make life more enjoyable for her? Um, I feel like any parent in that age and activities can totally understand. I know Catherine is always just like, we've got basketball practice and then gymnastics and then we got to drop off this thing and then we have to do that. And so it's just, but, and like you said, by the time you go to bed, you know, by the time you get home, it's time for bed. Um, I feel like one thing that we do that could be helpful is we have, impromptu dance parties
1: uh dance parties are the best
0: dance parties are so much fun because the whole family can interact dad usually will pop his knee out and Uh be sore by the end of it but we have just so much fun and we just tell Alexa to play one of our favorite songs and everyone's dancing even if it's for five minutes it's just when you get home I know it's real you know you're ready for bed but hey a five minute like get before bed dance party
1: they're like Jolie and Jace are both just so ecstatic every time it takes them out of any bad mood
0: i know i always just think it's just a fun way for the family just to do something a little bonding a little bonding and then kind of make it a thing it's like you know it's your dance party
1: yeah we've been doing it since jolie was like two
0: mm -hmm. and it's just kind of that it's not planned it's just that sporadic that's a way to kind of get out of the like to nudge yourself out of the routine a little bit and it's just fun All right. We have one more email. Do you want to do the flirty soldier or heavy heart?
1: Mm, Heavy Mm. heart.
0: Okay. I have been married to my husband for almost two years, and we don't have kids yet. We had a beautiful marriage. He's an amazing husband. However, there's been a pattern that we can't seem to break. He frequently goes out for drinks with his friends, but these nights turn into him being gone until three or four in the morning. Making things worse, he doesn't respond to me. The next day, he is remorseful, sad, depressed, full of promises that this won't happen again, but lo and behold, it always does. This time, it happened two nights in a row, and I was so worried. I called his parents and his friends, but nobody could help. Eventually, my childhood friend texted me that she saw him at a bar extremely intoxicated. She got him an Uber, and he eventually got home. The next morning, he told me he is addicted to porn and does cocaine occasionally. I told him I was glad that he told me. I told him I loved him and will always be there for him. I know he is hurt and upset with himself and we agreed that therapy would be a good first step. I feel so lost, isolated. I feel guilty for feeling embarrassed. I feel guilty that I don't want him to be at our home because I don't trust him. I feel inadequate. How could I ever measure up to porn? Mostly I feel guilty for imagining a relationship with someone else without these issues when I know it isn't his fault. I want a family soon, I'm 28, but now I'm not sure I see that with him anymore. As as my husband confided in me, I immediately thought of your experiences within your marriage. I don't know anyone else that I confide in, and at this point, I'm just so sad, angry, and hurt.
1: Mm.
0: Well, thanks for reaching out to us. Heavy, um,
1: heavy heart is right.
0: For sure. Well, first of all, I mean, going out and... Being that intoxicated and not responding to you is not okay. Like, at all.
1: Not on a consistent basis.
0: Not ever.
1: Right, but I I have friends that maybe that's happened like once.
0: It's not okay.
1: I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying if it happens, it's still not okay, but it's even more so if it's a regular thing.
0: Yeah, if it happens once, like you're in the doghouse for days, but that shouldn't be something where you just – you you don't come home till three or four and if they're trying to get in touch with you Mm -hmm. intoxicated like that's that shouldn't be a regular occurrence and then let alone two days in a row yeah no i love that he first of all told you that he's you know his that he's an addiction um that you didn't have to find it so that's good i love that he agreed that he would do therapy that's also good yeah and don't I also want you to know that it's normal to imagine your life in a different relationship I've done the same thing in this relationship because I'm like well that person wouldn't do that and he that's shiny and great I'm sure he, we would have a better relationship but at the same time there's always going to be something I think in a relationship where nothing's ever perfect so you're going to have issues with the next like Michael always says um, same cat ca- uh, what, what do you always say different cast same story yeah and so it's promising that he told you it's promising that he's willing to do therapy. Those are really great steps. I would get some really, really, really strict boundaries in place about him not being able to go out to bars until you feel you can trust him again, him not I mean maybe him even practicing sobriety until you know if that's if that's since he's addicted to cocaine, you know, maybe practicing an AA treatment or an, an NA um, and you know, and getting into a program. Um, and and really like living by those boundaries. And if he can't, well, then that's your answer to not stay in the marriage, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I mean, as Janice said, I I also appreciate your your kind of acceptance of him coming to you with the things he came to you with, um. And you you shouldn't feel guilty about having thoughts that you might have around your your marriage with him and your relationship. You know, I also appreciate you saying, uh, you know, that it isn't his fault that you imagine your relationship with someone else. Um, And maybe that's a way of you saying, like, his issues aren't his fault. Yes, when it comes to addiction, they may not be his fault, but he's still responsible for his actions. And so you guys just have to, in my opinion, just sit down and have the most candid, real discussion. That you possibly can. What does he want in your marriage? What do you want? You know, what kind of boundaries are appropriate and safe for both of you? And go from there. And depending on his reaction to things, your reaction to things, it's important and, and imperative that y'all come at it from an adult place. And in, in a grown-up way, just be able to agree on these certain boundaries. If you talk about not going to the bar at all for a period of time and he blows up or gets defensive, or even if you just said, hey, can you limit it to once a week or whatever it is, as long as he's receptive and working it out and you're also not coming to him just barking orders and saying, you can't do this, you can't do that anymore, it's about a discussion.
0: Yeah, so I mean, end of the day, I think it's just, you know, go to therapy, figure out boundaries that work for you guys, and um, I I would say give it a try because he's willing to to try. So, and then go from there to see with the boundaries if you're able to trust him. All right, kind of a heavy, um, heavy episode, but, um, you know, The good news is is that uh we have raised $75,000 already for the tornado fund um so that's really great news and um I think at the end of the day when tragedy strikes people come together so hopefully um people can see the the good in that so see you next week These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This project is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.
2: Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids, Bob Kids, Megan Trainer, Bissell Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash concertweek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars. Oh, and two Door Cinema Club.
0: You know, I don't even know where to start with this because it's the comfort, it's the style, it's the whole look. That's what I love about my Tacobas. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacobas is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tecova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Shop by your local Tacova's store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's tecovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.